Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 11. Keep it. He says, verse 21, when a strong man fully armed guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he comes upon him and overcomes him, he takes from him all his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoil. So Jesus is the promised Messiah who would come and crush the head of, of Satan. He has entered Satan's realm, the this, this strong man's realm. Satan has had this world under guard. How much so, though? You know, I mean, think about that. How much so has Satan had this world under guard? I mean, that seems pretty free. It seems pretty open, right? I mean, angels can fly back and forth and, you know, what, right? Remember in Daniel when Daniel was praying for 21 days and it took that long for the angel to get past the prince of Persia to get to him? That kind of shows you we're probably under a, a darkness, a, a stronghold that we don't even we don't even realize the the battle that's going on. I think that if we all had our eyes open for a moment, we saw the spiritual battle that was raging around us, we would probably never sleep again. But that's the reality of the world we live in. And so Jesus has entered this strong man's place, the earth, and he is plundering his goods. And then what are his goods? What does he own? You and me. He has control over us. And Jesus is setting us free. He's setting these people who Satan has had under bondage free from the power of darkness. And it tells us in the Bible that he set us free from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the power of the kingdom of the son of his love. That's what we're under darkness. We're in bondage until Jesus sets us free and through the sun sets free is free indeed, right? That's, that's how we have freedom in this life. Jesus is saying, I've overpowered Satan in your life and I'm bringing the kingdom of God to you. And that's true if we humble ourselves and yield our lives to Jesus. He's the one who binds the work of the enemy in our lives and sets us free. People think that they're free. Uh, maybe there was a time in your life where you thought, well, I'm free. You know, I can do whatever I want now. I'm not in my parents' house anymore. I can go out and party. You know, and you drink the alcohol and maybe somebody gives you a hit of something and you, you know, you're just like, I can, you know, you have that freedom right? I can do whatever I want to do. Is it truly freedom? You know, think about that. Or is there regret associated with that? Is there bondage associated with that? You know, people aren't free. People that, that think they're free, they're as free as a junkie that gets free access to drugs. It's just going to take them deeper and deeper into bondage. I had a friend, Daryl, he was, uh, he was at his house with his, his two-year-old son, and he was just playing on the carpet, and he thought, you know, I'm going to run this check up to the landlord real quick upstairs. So he just ran out the door up the steps and knocked on the door and handed the check to the landlord, and he came back, and he went to open the door, and it was locked. 
and he was bound on it. He's like, Justin, open the door. Justin, open the door. And it, I guess he was three. Justin was three. I know that because my three-year-old can open and lock the door. You know, she's pretty good at that already. And, and so, and, and they're pretty good at doing things, you know. And, and he, so he goes and he looks through the window. You know, he has like kind of a basement window, you know, with the wheel well or the window well or whatever. And he looks down in there and Justin's stripping off his clothes. And, and then he, he gets a stool or a chair or something. He gets up to the countertop and he climbs up there and he opens up the cupboard and he gets a, a bowl of chocolate and he just he's sitting there naked eating chocolate <laughs> free as a bird right he thinks he's free but there's a day of reckoning coming right and that's true for everyone there's a, there's a day of reckoning that's going to come and and that's why these scribes and pharisees what they're doing is so dangerous because they ignore the scripture and all the prophecies that prove that jesus was who he was and why do they do that because he didn't come in to get their approval he just came on the scene, started fulfilling the prophecies, and they didn't like that very much. And so they, they come after uh, uh, Jesus, and they say that he you know, has the devil, you know, he's the power of the devil rather than the Spirit of God. And by doing so, they're closing the door on their own salvation. And this is the danger of that. They're, they're closing the door. In a similar passage in Mark, he warns them against the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. When you attribute these things to Satan, you're, you're, you're in danger of blaspheming the Holy Spirit. What, what does that mean? It means that the, the Spirit is doing this work to prove that the Messiah is who he is, and you guys are attributing it to the devil, and that's closing the door on all kinds of people, not just yourself, but people will think that that's true, and then they won't come to salvation. And that's, that's a dangerous thing, isn't it? And so Jesus says in verse 23, he who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. There isn't a neutral when it comes to Jesus. It's either we're for him or we're against him. We're either gathering, we're either, we're either bringing people to Jesus, or we're scattering. And you think about all the people, all the cults, all the people who, who they're trying to do good things, they're trying to earn something from God, but they're not drawing people to Jesus, they're scattering people away from Jesus. They're giving people the wrong idea of who Jesus is, and so they're scattering, and, and yet the only ones who are bringing people to Jesus are those who are for the true Jesus. The one who says in John chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. That's who Jesus is. Jesus is the one who brings us to the Father, and he's the only way. It's very exclusive. I think I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, but Jesus is he's very exclusive. Everybody claims Jesus. Every religion of the world wants to, every major religion claims Jesus. Oh, Jesus was you know, a great person, or Jesus was a prophet, or Jesus was a, an ascended master, or Jesus was this or was that. But Jesus doesn't claim any of them. He says, I'm the way, the truth, and life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. In 1 John, there's a passage that, that kind of encapsulates everything I'm trying to say today in, in, in a pretty amazing way. Of course, 1 John's a little bit difficult, and so we're going to unpack it a little bit. But 1 John chapter 5, verse 18 through 21, John says this, For we know that whoever is born of God does not sin. Okay, do we know that? <laughs> that's, that's a tough one, isn't it? Of course, John said in 1 John 1, 9, 1 8, that if we say we have no sin, then we're a liar. The truth of God is not in us. So what he's saying is those who are born of God, they don't, they don't, they've repented of their sin. They're not continuing in a life of sin. And, and on, another, on another aspect, when Jesus has 
come and cleanse us from our sin. He's cleansed us from all sin. And so he's caused us not to fall short of God's glory. And so that's what he's talking about. These who are born of God does not sin, does not continue in a life of sin. But he who's been born of God keeps himself. And that's, you know, very similar to what we're talking about, about keeping God's word. We're keeping ourselves from the world. We're keeping ourselves from all those things. And he says, then the wicked one does not touch him. That's a beautiful thing, right? We don't want the wicked one to touch us. And he has no right or authority to touch us. The only, the only thing that the wicked one can do to you as a Christian is lie to you. And he will lie and he is very convinced and he's very smart. He's a lot smarter than you are. And so if you open the door to his lies, then he can have control over you. A pastor was asked one time, can a Christian have a demon? Now, I think probably what they're asking is, can a Christian be possessed by a demon? And of course, a Christian cannot be possessed by a demon in the way that you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's not even possible. You know, we need to make sure, and Jesus will talk about that in a moment. But can a demon control you? Absolutely a demon can control you. If you believe their lies, if you believe the lies of someone or something, they can completely control you, can't they? And so we have to be careful when it comes to the things of the enemy because he's always trying to deceive us, but he cannot touch you. He can't enter your body and take over control of you. And so anyway, I was, I was going to say, a pastor was asked the question, can a Christian have a demon? And, and his answer was interesting. His answer was, a Christian can have anything he wants, <laughs> which is kind of a scary thought because if you want a demon to control your life, then they will. You know, and they'll lie to you. If you believe their lies, then you're under their power. So the, 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 the solution to that is, is to not believe their lies. Put on the full armor of God, right? The shield of faith, which quenches all the fiery darts of the wicked one. The, the fiery darts of the wicked one are his lies. He's constantly trying to bombard me with lies. And my faith in Jesus and his love towards me and his forgiveness of all of my sin... You know, I have my helmet of salvation. I know I'm saved. I'm a breastplate of righteousness. I'm protecting my heart so that I'm not deceived into thinking that I that sin's going to satisfy me I, and keep my heart safe, which gives me confidence towards God. Right? I have my belt of truth. I'm staying in the Word of God and I'm filling my head with truth and not lies. And I have my feet shed with the proper preparation of the gospel of peace and the shield of faith to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one to believe God rather than the devil and then the word of God which is the sword of the spirit the sword of the spirit which is the word of God and and that is my defensive weapon against the enemy and then of course having done all to stand I'm going to pray as well I'm going to pray uh, and that's how I put on the armor of God to know these things that God has done for me thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.